welcome to this phase podcast series. Continuing to parent in lockdown. Welcome to this phase podcast series. Continuing to parent in lockdown. episode of our podcast and I'm joined again this week by Hannah. Hey. Hi Hannah. It's great to have you. Oh and she's remembered her cup of tea. I did remember my cup of tea in my Christmas mug you know trying to get into the Christmas spirit. No I wasn't organized enough to get a cup of tea before we sat down but (laughs) I am at about my fifth so maybe that's for the best. Yeah I'm probably on my fifth as well but you know (laughs) gotta love a good cup of tea. Yeah absolutely. Well it's great to have you back again with us. It's great to, yeah, great to be here. And um, yeah, I really enjoy some of the things that we talked about in the last uh, podcast, thinking about how we can manage change and uncertainty. And in this episode, we're going to be thinking about something a little bit different. As we mentioned before, um, we sent out a survey a little while ago for parents. And interestingly, when parents were asked to rate their level of well-being, over 75% said four or above out of six which actually seemed pretty good, pretty reasonable. Um, But there was also an option to comment on this answer to kind of give reasons to that number. And the comments included many concerns about stress, emotional well-being, and mental health. Yeah, and it's interesting because it just feels like they don't quite add up. Like, you know, if people are going through all the things that they've commented, it doesn't seem like they would rate it a four, five, six out of six. Um, And it could just be that, you know, that stereotypical British thing where, we ask people how they're doing and the answer is always fine everybody's always doing fine but then when you've got that space to chat a bit more or unpack it you know people start to share the real struggles and um, but I also wonder if part of the reason is just that people are so busy that they don't have the time or the capacity to even stop and think about where they're at in their well-being um, and just like no opportunity to check in with themselves on how they're doing. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think, you know, sometimes it can just feel like you are on that treadmill, like you're literally just keeping going. You've got, you know, a whole list of things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think unless you have any real reason to stop, you just sort of, you just keep going. And perhaps actually how you're feeling just then becomes sort of like the norm. And then it's actually only when you stop or allow yourself to stop that perhaps you realise that um, you aren't doing great. And I love the um, kind of that a little... And that can that I kind of cross with fine. And it's that idea of feelings inside not expressed. And I think if anyone says to me, oh, I'm fine, actually sometimes I kind of question that. I'm like, okay, well, maybe perhaps there is, you know, those feelings inside that they're just not expressing or they're just not allowing themselves to kind of, yeah, think or talk through. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't really mean anything, does it? The word fine, it's just... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah mediocre kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, almost yeah. I haven't really thought about it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, well, yeah. Yeah. And I spoke to Kirsty, to Nicholas and Donna um, about their thoughts on this as well. And also just how we can be more intentional in checking in with our well-being. Another thing that um, we found that came out of the survey is that most 75% of people rated their well-being four or above out of six, um, which felt reasonably kind of high. Yeah. Um, but then in the comments, were full of of things that they were struggling with um, around stress, emotional well-being. Um, And so one of the explanations that we thought for that discrepancy was that 
maybe people and parents particularly are just too busy to stop and reflect on how they're actually doing and think about their well-being so I just don't know if you have any thoughts on that yeah I think that's really true I think um, sometimes we can just say that we're doing okay and actually you don't have time to sort of check in sort of um, actually how you are um, I think as parents you definitely are always just trying to keep everything up in the air juggling all the balls and, and make sure the kids are okay um, and it's not that you necessarily don't look at yourself it's just there isn't there's little time left sometimes to even do that so um, yeah I think I mean, personally, I found it not so, so bad. And I think that is partly because I felt quite privileged that I was in a position where I wasn't trying to then juggle work because of the roles that I was doing, yeah. cleaning and in, in the shop, the first big lockdown, like I was furloughed from the shop and then cleaning just stopped because I couldn't obviously go in other people's houses. So um, whereas I've got friends who were trying to juggle a job from home, you know, doing their screen and everything all day with with little ones around, which yeah. I just can't even imagine how that was. So I think in that sense, I was quite privileged that I was able to perhaps be a bit calmer and, you know, manage manage some of that um, a bit more easily than perhaps others had the time for. So um but yeah, I think sometimes you do ignore, not ignore, but just perhaps miss, miss sort of how you're doing. And it's really important to just sort of check in with that. And there were definitely a lot of stresses. And I, I think a lot of it will be coming out maybe after lockdown as well, or after whenever this is all, all a bit over, I think, as it goes on, isn't it? People are realising, oh, it's actually affected me in this way or that way. And, mm, and there are yeah. definitely some things that... Um, yeah, definitely some real challenges and, and, and stresses, new stresses, you know, it's quite stressful being a parent when you're juggling all of that and then you suddenly all that closes down and you're like, yeah, faced with just the today and, and how your child is today and they're at home and, and then you're getting frustrated and yeah, my husband's talking too loudly in here and they can't hear on their <laughs> Zoom and you know, all of those things which I know everybody had. It's um yeah, sort of different stresses and then you feel a bit like, why am I stressed? I felt like I couldn't say I was that stressed because I had friends in much harder situations. So you're like, why am I stressed when I haven't even got this to be doing? But actually being with my child all day, I'm not a teacher, you know, that's hard keeping her motivated, all of that. So I think, yeah, everyone had such a different experience, didn't they? It's um, yeah. hard to sort of, level it but yeah I, mean, I think that's that's probably spot on uh you know if I think about lockdown I'd like to think that people have slowed down and done less but I think if anything they've had to do more because mm. as a parent you know I've been juggling not just work and home but also like homeschooling and trying to fill time when there's very little to do because we our our kind of freedom has been limited for the right reasons but it means that you're not able to kind of to do as much yeah therefore you end up somehow becoming busier you know always on zoom calls you're always trying to catch up with people in a way that that before was so much easier so it takes more energy mm -hmm. and time and planning on all of these all of these other things um i think as well um i mean it it is easy to not think about yourself when you're a parent because you're you're little people relying on yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that, that that I use is something called um my mental form score. I didn't create it. I'd love to say credit, but I didn't. <laughs> um it's a really great framework that I use pretty much every day, which is at the start of the day, you just when you wake up, you just kind of say, okay, well how am I feeling out of 10? A one out of 10 is like crisis, like I, I'm I'm in a really bad place. I can't even get out of bed. Mm -hmm. and a 10 out of 10 is you know I'm ready to go get the day. And how that helps me, I suppose, is A, it helps me recognise how I feel. And if I feel, you know, 
sub six out of ten I can start to put practical techniques in place to try and help me feel a bit better yeah um, but also by being quite overt about how, how about that score so I put it on my email signatures and I put it on my LinkedIn profiles and I'll talk to my wife about it it means other people can relate to how you're feeling yeah and have an understanding that if he's at a five out of ten if he's a bit snappy then I kind of I know why and maybe I need to check in with him to maybe just see if there's anything that I can do to to help so there are little things that you can do to actually I guess it's being it's that point about putting yourself back in your own body is just like okay how am I feeling this day I feel a bit x y and z so why do I feel like that Yeah, that's really interesting. Definitely, as a society, we we do love busyness, don't we? I think we really use that as a distraction. We just kind of throw ourselves into stuff and we're always doing, 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 especially when things feel a little bit uncomfortable or um, difficult. The way to manage that sometimes is just keep doing rather than stopping and thinking about it and checking in with ourselves. And, and particularly, well, this, I think, this pandemic situation has been a bit of a split in some people's experiences of it because... Sure, you had a lot of people who maybe had extra time on their hands and had time to reflect on life and uh, and stuff. But I think if if you have a family, I think for parents, it was it was even more busy than usual. So um, and as a pair as a parent or caregiver, then you've got all that busyness, but also your focus. I think is so much on how everyone else is doing. Always just wanting everyone else to, around you to be okay and. Um, but but once again that does just take you away from from actually asking yourselves those questions it seems more important for everyone else in the family to be okay I think I hear a lot of um, mums and dads feeling feeling that way and and also sometimes we get caught up in putting a lot of energy into making it sort of appear on the outside that we have it all together and so always just answering that we have that we're fine it's okay and whether or not we do on the inside doesn't really matter so much it's um, I'm not saying that as a judgment it's just I think what society has taught us to value that outward appearances matter so we automatically always just make it sound like everything's okay so someone might ask you the question well, how are you doing you say I'm fine but then given the chance to go a bit deeper and someone asking a bit more specifically it probably will bring out oh actually I've, I've got this I'm struggling with this and I've got this yeah there. so how easy do you find it to be aware of your own well-being and then why do you think that's important or not important to do yeah I think I think it's really important to keep in touch with with your well-being definitely um I think that I'm I'm okay at doing that I'm fairly all right I think um sort of over life as everybody there's been tough times and my husband's been through uh, some quite tough times as well um struggling with feeling quite overwhelmed at times um and so I think we're both quite on it in that sense I think I've yeah. been in places where I've been incredibly anxious very panicky about various things especially when I was younger and I think sometimes when you've been through that you're you are then a little bit more you know sort of had some counseling and things through that so I feel like I'm maybe equipped with some uh sort of little tricks of the trade I guess that that's kind of helped with that a little bit so I do try and sort of keep in check I think I definitely know when I'm feeling um yeah kind of losing the plot a little bit I know I lose my patience with the kids I'm more snappy um I yeah just that feeling of overwhelming and um I think it's just important to check in 
sort of why that is and sometimes that might be your frame of mind and actually just by changing your frame of mind that can totally lessen it and you're okay and sometimes it is because perhaps you're doing too much or or something's not quite right so it's important to address what that is I think definitely. I mean I guess very easy because I in the last sort of two and a half years I've been on a journey where I now sort of in addition to my day job, I, I, I work very actively in the mental health space. Okay. So I've won awards, I, I speak, I vlog, I vlog, I kind of campaign for better mental health and wellbeing, better recognition that just because your mental health takes a dive, it really doesn't have any material difference on you. Yeah. You know, at your, your career path, how successful you can be, how happy you can be. And I guess in that journey, wellbeing and mental health now, now to me is, is, is a core part life it's a passion it's kind of yeah. my reason for being on the planet now I, I firmly believe that so being aware of my own well-being is something that probably two and a half years ago I, I wasn't aware of it now I think I think and make conscious intentional choices about you know, am I getting enough sleep am I exercising mm-hmm. enough when, what food am I putting into my body am I am I working too much is my screen time too much like it it sounds like I'm overthinking it but I'm just I'm just more aware of it. And if you're aware of it, in my opinion, you, you can actually do something about it. Yeah, absolutely. I actually find it really hard to notice what I'm feeling in any given moment. And I do have a tendency to distract myself, definitely with how everyone else is and what everyone else needs to do. Um, sorry, what else needs doing. So um, so I have to really work at this stuff. It, I think it's much easier for me to just go into that mode of taking care of other people I think that comes more naturally but um but I know that I will be better able to take care of those around me if I fill my own cup first that's something mm-hmm. that I've I've definitely started to, to learn about myself so to help myself do that I think I've found journaling helpful for that it helps me to be aware of of how I'm doing is it just it forces me to stop and to focus inwards um, and ask myself some of those questions and it also really helps me to identify any patterns um you know and to, to understand my feelings by putting things into words um so where I might find it hard if I'm sort of put on the spot and asking myself how I feel um you know when I'm able to sort of pin it down with words and spend a bit of time each day doing that yeah journaling is a good practice to help me be aware and so what would be the early warning signs for you that maybe you're not doing so well and you need to change track um and also what strategies would you put in place to kind of protect yourself yeah I think as I said definitely um I can tell with myself I just even the little things then get me really stressed and I can tell when that's when I'm a bit like and you sort of look at yourself you come outside for a minute and you're like why am I stressed about this tiny little thing yeah it's because you're just yeah like holding everything together so I think for me it's when I start to get you know it's that kind of irrational feeling over sort of a small thing and I think hang on a minute um so and like I say just a bit more snappy with the kids and you know I can just mm-hmm. tell when and, and and then once you calm down you're like that was unreasonable of me like what's wrong with not what's yeah. wrong with me but you know so yeah so I think strategies I just try and like I first of all just making this bigger than it is and actually just stop stressing about that side of it Kirsty like just do this or whatever um 
or if it is a bit like oh I think I have just why have I put that many things in my day actually you know that that's not if you write it down that's just not achievable so you've got this unrealistic expectation maybe of what you're wanting to you know get done or whatever it is um so I try and then just look at that and sometimes maybe and I don't like then saying no to things or cancelling things you've got in place but sometimes I think that can be important to do just and and explain to people why and um yeah and then obviously prayer like pray about it and just yeah um yeah just ask God for his help and to 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 go to him rather than you know try and do it all ourselves I think the warning signs for me are if I'm getting a bit snappier or a bit more frustrated with my children or with my wife or if I'm I feel like I'm thinking about work for example mm-hmm. too much because if work starts to creep in beyond the bounds of of the day or into the weekend then I know okay something's probably not right here if I'm struggling to sleep if my anxiety is heightening um obviously there are obvious physical signs I mean during lockdown I I, I, I experienced like panic attacks about work so that told me that there was something yeah. quite very yeah. wrong there um if I don't exercise enough like I wake up with a with a foggy head after a few days and I can tell physically that something isn't right and there is no silver silver bullet or magic wand when it comes to this but for me getting sweaty and, and doing something active is, is as close to a magic wand as I think I'm ever going to get yeah. so when we talk about strategies it's regular exercise and it's exercise to the point where you know I, I'm feeling it it's not just going for a walk I go for walks nice but for me I need to do something a bit more than that yeah um it's taking a bit of time out for myself even if it's just checking on the playstation for 15 minutes getting fresh air I mean it sounds so simple but just going yeah. out for a walk makes a massive difference getting out into nature makes a massive difference um and just those silly things like making sure you're drinking enough water yeah and making sure you're only your nutrition's right but then equally it's sometimes if you feel like you want a beer or have a can of coke just kind of go for it yeah like it's very easy to try and live this pure life where you don't make any poor choices I think sometimes you just need to like, let go a little bit and I kind of think that that's all right as long as it's not to excess yeah that's fantastic and I guess it's it's about it is those simple things that are just proactive aren't they and keeping yourself in check about checking up where you are yeah I think you know, from I guess from personal experience I've I've been like to crisis point and that that's what I now talk about is in my own story I, I I've been to, to the edge and it's, it's it's a scary place to be mm-hmm. and we can't we don't know what's going to happen in life so tomorrow so someone we we really love could could die right you know things happen in life that we, to my earlier point we can't control but if if over time you're building all of these little coping mechanics it's not to say you're not going to get to crisis but you're, you're far less likely to get there and you're you'll also be much more aware if you're falling into that place yeah whereas I kind of for me at least I stumbled into it without realizing and then it it, it gets to a crisis kind of before you can even process that you're in a crisis yeah and that's for me when it got really really difficult I can definitely get really caught up sometimes in trying to keep everything together and trying to make everything work for everyone else and sort of setting these really high standards 
Um, and I guess then a bit of perfectionism comes out and I want everything to be just so and everything has to keep um, sort of functioning at a certain level. And when I get too caught up on that stuff, um, that's actually a sign that I'm not doing so well. So when I really yeah. try and force everything to be a certain way, I get almost so like really attached to a particular outcome. This has to happen this way. Um, and, uh, and then, and obviously then what happens? So a big sign for me is I just start snapping at people in my family and I lose patience. So, um, you know, having a three-year-old things are never going to go to plan. But what I start noticing is that like, I find that really difficult to handle when start, I've started going off track a little bit. And, um, and I just, I will snap, I'll find myself um, sort of raising my voice, which is not something I like to do. And mm -hmm. I just hear myself saying stuff or being really irritable um, with people around me. And yeah, and that, that doesn't feel good. Um, and I just have this sort of resistance to being able to just accept things as they are. And when I kind of feel that tension inside that it's, yeah, I think that's a real sign to me. I need to slow down. I need to stop. I need to sort of, yeah, yeah. prioritize a little bit. And, um, and I need to get back to the here and now, and I need to be able to just let some of that, um, some of those standards go a little bit kind of in terms of, um, yeah, the pressure on myself to do stuff. So if I'm in a really, snappy irritable mood and if I have the chance to do so for me a kind of in the moment thing might be to actually just take a breather step step back and um and do something like go for a run so you know just a couple of weekends ago I had um I was just ended up in lots of arguing over silly things with a three-year-old and um and in the end I just thought I know this is not helpful for her it's not helpful for me I just need to take a step back and I think sometimes that's a really good thing to to say to your to your child that you need that and like I think it models something good I'm you know I just said look okay mummy's losing patience here I'm finding this difficult I'm going to take a step back and um and then I said look I feel like what I need to do is I need to go for a run and then I'll come back and we can have a little talk about it and she could see that I was able to acknowledge how I was feeling and I knew what I needed to yeah. do about it and thankfully because it had to be on a weekend my husband was around I could just get up and go for a run and just let off steam a little bit and get some perspective and um, get back to it. Um, so certainly that's like an in the moment thing that helps helps me when I'm not sort of coping very well with um, with stuff. And, um, and that day daily mindfulness practice for me um, is really good at generally sort of trying to keep that going because especially when there's change and uncertainty on the horizon, I need to do as much as I can anything that's going to keep bringing me back to the present moment so mm -hmm. I try to really carve out time for myself at the start of the day and I find that is going to really help me throughout the day if I can start the day well have that time to myself and um, do a bit of yoga a bit of a mindfulness practice maybe write some stuff down um, that just sets me upright and helps me I start in that calm state of mind and it, it sort of sets the tone for the rest of the day really and helps keep me yeah yeah keep me sane so great that's key stuff for me do you mind just expanding a little bit on mindfulness and what it is mm. how it works yeah yeah so um so mindfulness is about um being fully aware of the present moment in a really non-judgmental way so you can do that in a sort of formal practice like following a guided meditation so there's some good apps you can use there's the headspace app there's the calm app um, or 
there's things on YouTube and stuff. Um, and I find it helpful to have a guided meditation. So that's something that I'll do in that structured time that I set aside for myself in the morning. I would follow a guided meditation. Okay. Um, but it's something that you can bring into anything that you're doing throughout the day, as long as you um, sort of focus on what you're doing in the here and now, instead of letting your mind wander off and... Um, it's just bringing your mind back to focusing okay so at the moment I'm washing up so I'm going to fully give my attention to the washing up so it you know just noticing how the water feels and um, you know just really focusing on each each sensation each part of the activity that you're doing um, and that's like so breath is a really good thing to focus your attention onto your breath because that is always happening in the present moment and it grounds you into your body so using your senses using your body to ground you i think there was some really really great things in there actually um i love that idea from nicholas of the mental form score of like recording every day because even if it's a good day reflecting okay i'm at this level i'm at a good level um because it's so much easier then to spot like the pattern of when it starts to drop and like oh i'm kind of in I'm in like danger zone here where I my well-being hasn't completely dropped but I'm headed that way if I don't change something I think that's really important um catching those signs early so you can do something about it is really really great yeah no definitely and I think you know you've got to look after like your own well-being you know you can't it's that phase of you can't give yeah. out of like an empty cup so you have to be looking after yourself and I, I remember one person said to me once about like having different tanks so like you've got your physical tank your emotional tank a social tank and thinking okay okay well what what are you doing to fill up each one and I think mm. you know perhaps we have to do that differently right now but it's still thinking about okay well what do I need to do to fill up each of those tanks so maybe you know physical okay actually I need to make sure that I'm getting good sleep or that I'm um, going for a run or that social okay well actually who can I connect with who can I FaceTime or speak to or send a message to so that we're filling up those tanks so that we are able to be able to give and support others as well yeah yeah absolutely and I think like I think it was Donna who said you know I'm also not the best at knowing knowing exactly how I'm feeling all the time sometimes it I'm a bit yeah. slow on the uptake um, but one thing that I've learned is that my body is really good at telling me. So often if my skin gets bad or I get a lot of ulcers around my lips or um, I start feeling sick. And for ages, I was like, no, that's not linked to my emotions. Like I don't, I can't see the link, but I've learned over time that that's a real indicator for me of I need to sort something out. I need to address something. Um, so yeah, that can be a really good one. Yeah, I think it's so important to like to listen to our bodies like I think you know for me I know that I definitely have to make sure that I'm getting good sleep like yeah. and kind of making that that a priority especially if you know I am feeling more stressed actually to build that in and so I think it is yeah so important I think our bodies do you know do tell us and kind of yeah, yeah how we are feeling so yeah. it's important to, to listen to them yeah and something else that Donna said as well is about explaining to children um you know actually I'm I'm having a minute I need some time out I need to go and look after myself because it's actually really important that we teach children and that we model to them you know to take take note of how we're doing and that we need to look after our own needs so yeah I think that's a really brilliant example yeah definitely well thank you so much for listening we really hope that you enjoyed this chat and we'd love to hear um any thoughts or 
other examples that you might have um please feel free to share this podcast with anybody that would find it useful and remember that you can always find us on facebook or instagram at phase hitchin see you soon